0: Hey everybody and welcome to another show of Torn It Up and as all it is packed to the brim with some of the best music around. Now let's tell you what we have for you on the show tonight. Well we have new music from Bad Day Blues Band, from Liz Brown and Broken Windows, from Dynasty, Crash Day at Robert McCauley, Catfish Keith, Eric Gales and Joe Bonamassa, Seth. Lee Jones, Bishop Gunn, Sun Volt, and the LA Maybe. Also, join us on the show we have Lachie Dooley, Phantom Rocker, and Slick, Sass Jordan, Janice Joplin, Elvis Presley, The Beatles, The Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix, Jamie Cale, The Temperance Movement, The Stereophonics, and Can't Heat. Trudy Lynn, The Who, Alistair Green, Tedeschi, Truxpan, Dom Martin, John Pramer and Bob Corator, The Cold Stairs, Calexico, The Stooges, Dicken and Spiritual Beggars, Rick Derringer, Johnny Winter, Peter Frampton, Steve Forbert, Kickin' Valencia, The Treatment and Slash, and Males, Candy and the Conspirators. So you can see what a show we have lined up. Now, uh, on the torn Up interview, we have someone very special for you. If you're a fan of ACDC, and who isn't? Well, we have the man that discovered this iconic band and that managed them to global fame, the one and only Michael Brown. And you're going to want to hear this. This is a two-part interview. So you're going to catch part one this week and then tune in next week for the concluding part. But it's something else because you're going to hear it as it happened in the fourth person from the man that discovered the best high-voltage rock and roll band in the world, without doubt. And then we have the fans' favourite, and this week it's coming from Jamie Mitchell from Manchester in the UK. And a fine selection there too, thanks Jamie. And then Colum has the producer's pick. And he has from Daikin and Spiritual Beggars. i am probably said that wrong, but you'll have to forgive me. Anyway, let's get the show started. And, well, this is a classic song. This is Lachidoli and their version of Gimme Some Lovin'. That's a great way to get the show started, and that's Latchy Dolly and Give Me Some Lovin'. And uh, that was—it's just a great song, isn't it? Like Give Me Some Lovin'. It doesn't matter who does it, uh, you know. It still sounds great. We've got to keep going because there's lots to do. So next up, we have Phantom Rocker and Slick, and uh, this is called Man Without Shame. <laughs> That was Phantom Rocker and Slick and Men Without Shame. And that's the title track of an album that came out back in 1985. My, my. Um, and, you know, most of these guys were in the Stray of Cats, as you all know. And uh, they released, I think, two albums, you know, and, uh, you know, before they disbanded. But I enjoyed that. It was nice to play it. Now, here's somebody else I really like. This is Sass Jordan. And... Uh, This is a track from album that she released back in 2020 called Rebel Moon Blues, and this one's called Am I Wrong?
1: Am I Wrong?
0: That was Sass Jordan and Am I Wrong, taken from our Rebel Moon Blues album. And you know, Sass is another example of the amazing quality of artists coming out of Canada. And um, really great. I do play her on the show. It has been a while, so glad to, to play her again. Now, next up, we have Rival Songs, And this is a track from their album called Great Western Valkyrie. came out in 2015, and this one's called Long As I Can See The Light. I agree.
2: Okay, let's go.
3: I don't travel in mode Cause feeling
0: Yeah, that was Rival Songs and As Long As I Can See The Light and that come from an album that they released back in 2015 called Great Western Valkyrie. Um, Now, next up, what can you say about this woman? She's just an incredible artist. Her life cut all too short. I am talking about the legend, this Janis Joplin. And actually, this is the very last song that she recorded before she died. So it's kind of... It's uh, poignant, to say the least. This is Jonas Joplin on Mercedes Benz.
4: I like to do a song of great social and political import. It goes like this Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends worked hard all my lifetime no help from my friends so oh lord won't you buy me a mercedes-benz oh lord won't you buy me a color tv dialing four dollars is trying to find me i wait for delivery each day until three so oh lord
0: Yeah, I mean, every time I listen to music, you know, artists like Janice and others, you know, it's really so sad that their life was cut short. So tragically, because I am sure she had so much more to offer, but isn't it great that there is such a musical legacy left behind? And it's great to play it here on the show. That was Janis Joplin and Mercedes Benz. Now, next up, we have music from the Bad Day Blues Band. And this is a track from their new album out this year called Table By The Wall. And this one's called Wandering Man.
1: kind of personality, yeah. I'm a wandering man, and I feel alright, wondering where I've been last night, wandering kind of nowhere. На ¡Suscríbete Six months and I'll be back again Ain't got one place to call my home Two weeks and then I'm gone Or three little words
0: Yeah, that's my kind of blues good drive and blues rock with a bit of harp there in as well so really love that love playing these lads played them in the show before um ian morrison a good friend of mine brought them to my attention ian thanks so much for that certainly uh delighted to know about the lads and play their music here on the show now next up we have music from liz jones and the Broken Windows. <laughs> Title for a band or name for a band, and um, this one's called Angel. <laughs> to say I like that too and that has come on track of an album that's out this year called Bricks and Martyrs uh, so have a look out for that I think it's on Bandcamp at the moment so check it out if you want to buy the album you certainly get it there now next up we have Dynasty uh, and this is their new single and this one's called Advent and rock for sure and uh, you know this band certainly I be the first time i've played them here but i certainly liked what i heard and i'm sure they'll be back on the show again and i hope you enjoyed that that was dynasty and advent now next up we have crash diet and this is their brand new single this one's called no man's land Yeah, and that was Crash Diet and No Man's Land And that's their new single And they're actually working on their sixth studio album Which will be due out early next year And um, No Man's Land is a taste of that album So we're delighted to play it for you here on the show Now we're at the point of the torn It Up interview And wow, well, <clears throat> if you're a fan of ACDC You're going to love this because this is the man, in my opinion, that put ACDC on the map. He discovered them, he guided them, he mentored them, he took them right up there at the top. I am talking about Michael Browning. And this is a two-part interview, and you're going to hear the first of it tonight, and then next week you'll have part two. Now, of course, as Michael is in management, uh, you know, he's not an artist, so he has picked songs that um are really special to him, and the fourth of the four that he's picked tonight before we start the interview is Elvis Presley, and Heartbreak Hotel. Elvis, take it away.
1: Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that Heartbreak Hotel, where
5: I'll be, I'll be just a lonely baby. Well, I'm so lonely, I'll be so lonely, I could die.
1: Oh, though it's always crowded, and you still can find some room for broken-hearted lovers to cry there in the gloom. Be so, I'll
5: be so lonely, baby. I'll be so lonely, I'll be
6: so lonely, I could so die.
1: Keep flowing The desk clerk's Dressing black Well they've been So long On the street
5: They'll never they'll Never look back And think of Think of so Lonely
6: back. Well they're so lonely Well they're so lonely and They could die
1: Well if your baby leaves you yeah. You've got a tale to tell the tale. Well just take
5: a walk Down on the street To Heartbreak Hotel Where you will be you a so lonely, baby Well, you'll be lonely he will be so lonely You could die
1: For broken-hearted
5: lovers to cry They'll be so far, they so lonely They'll be so lonely, so lonely They'll be so lonely, they could
0: die Yeah, really enjoyed that an evergreen classic isn't it so we're not going to waste any more time let's press the button and listen to part one of the torn it up interview with michael browning hey everybody and welcome to another torn it up interview and you know this is something of a force for me because up until now we've done way over a hundred interviews it's been an artist or a band that's you know Uh, releasing new material an album or single and we're here to talk to them and find out what's been happening and how they got started but this is a force but it's a really special one now this person when i introduce him he was responsible for discovering in my opinion and millions of fans across the world the best high-voltage rock and roll band the world has ever seen. I am, of course, talking about ACDC. And I mean, anyone that loves their rock and roll and loves high-voltage rock and roll, ACDC is right up at the top of the pole. But this man, back in 1974, I think, and I am going to ask him the question, but I think it was around that time, he discovered these guys and he managed them through well, really, their formative years and took them to places that I'm sure they only dreamed of. Would you give a massive welcome to the legend, the one, the only, Mr. Michael Browning. How are you, Michael?
7: I'm good, jury. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. It was great. I appreciate it.
0: Michael, before, before we actually talk about the, the youngs and ACDC, yeah, I'd like to go back to when you were a young man growing up, in Australia, and what what kind of got you into music? Were you involved in music as a musician in a band, or what? What was the young Michael Browning doing? How did how did that start for you? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I grew up in a country uh, country town in um,
7: Victoria, and uh, uh, I guess you know it, it was not not a lot not a lot of things to do. I listened to the radio a lot and discovered. Uh, at a fairly early age, uh, the Beatles, and um, followed by the Rolling Stones, and just absolutely just fell in love with the whole the whole thing. And uh, so I, I sort of just pursued that interest uh, through running local school dances and that type of thing. And then um, and then eventually, uh, from a friend with a friend, I uh, who, whose father owned a, a very large. Uh, penthouse apartment above a block of uh, apartments in a place called st kilda in 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 melbourne uh had a had a vacant there for a while we stayed there we we uh we had a few parties and they were really successful so we decided to do it uh, a permanent party every uh, every weekend and charge admission and uh so we i started up at a very early age uh, a club you know the uh, and then I uh, became the person who booked the groups for that club, uh, which was called Sebastian's, and um, it kind of just grew from there. You know, we got closed down because we didn't have any you know, um, official authority to do what we we're doing, so we, we relocated it to the center of Melbourne and continued to call it Sebastian's, and and I, I continued to be the guy that uh, booked all the groups and uh, just. Yeah, uh, you know, got to yeah, you know, got to myself into uh, uh, the music music business. Uh, uh, we we opened up another one, and uh, you know before before we knew it, we had a really great little circuit going. Bands from Sydney, uh, from all over Adelaide, from all over Australia would come and play at our clubs, and uh, kind of went from there. I, I, my first management uh, exercise was a group called Python Lee Jackson, um, who eventually ended up going to England and had a hit with Rod Stewart as their lead singer. Uh, and uh, from there, uh, another famous group uh, in Australia, uh, Doug Parkinson and Focus. Uh, that was my second management group. They became really, really big. Uh, and then uh, I signed up with... Uh, a guy called Billy Thorpe. He had a group called Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs who, uh, Billy Thorpe had had a very big pop career in, out of Sydney. And, uh, you know, kind of went belly up. He had, when the Beatles were huge, he had more hits in the charts than the Beatles. He was the biggest thing Australia had ever had. And it all went belly up for him as a pop artist. And he turned his attention to becoming a, a rock, uh, you know, blues based sort of rock, rock guy. And, uh, and had a second uh, career uh, as that, and that became even bigger, but on a different level. And uh, so, I, so uh, yeah, that was my background uh, and uh, getting into the management side of things.
0: So, so really, you know, right from the get go, Michael, you know, you had the major touch even at that early stage. You know, your four ventures were really successful, yeah. and you seemed to have the knack of signing people that, that did the business. So, I mean, it's not everyone can do that and those that can, can make a very successful career. So obviously, it, it well, I suppose it has to be personal intuition just to sense when there's something there, I presume, Michael.
8: You
1: know you should be glad With a love like that You know you should Be glad Yeah, yeah, yeah
7: Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, look, uh, you know, I, I mean, I was just a huge fan. I think that's you know part of part of how it all works if you love if you you if you're in love with the what you're doing and the music uh you know everything uh you know the business side of it is a byproduct of that really uh, you know but uh, my my thing as well back in back in those days is uh, is that as well as loving the the music and the artists like the beatles the stones and so on i i started to really um become huge fans of their managers people like um Chess chandler who managed Jimi Hendrix, experience uh, andrew luke olden who was the original manager for the rolling stones brian epstein and even a guy uh, gordon mills who who managed uh, tom jones i really loved how these all these guys were were uh, creatively involved with the, with the uh, bands that they managed and um so that was a huge influence as well
0: so probably, Michael, you, you your feeling would be that you really have to be a kind of creatively involved with whatever artist or band you're managing, because they do, that you can help steer them in a direction that you feel is right for them, and, and consequently for you managing them, managing their success, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you know,
7: the, uh, the direction side of management is is. And the creative side of it, I, lo- I love uh, the most. Um, you know, that's—I mean—not every manager manager is is in that sort of um, you know uh, area. That that's my particular uh, thing that I really like doing, and my, you know, I feel as if I'm good in at that. Um, you know, other managers are great at you know, uh, you know, sort of more of the really heavy-duty business side of it the administrative side, the logistic side, um, I'm, I'm more more on the creative direction side. And uh, so, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's what turns me on.
0: <laughs> right. I think I can't really wait any longer. And I think all ACDC fans are waiting to hear this part of the interview. But tell me, when did you first uh, see meet? A C D C C see them perform. When did that forced meeting take place, and what were your impressions?
7: Okay, well, uh, just just going back to uh, Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs group, I, I took them over to England. I did. They had a uh, record, one uh, one of their biggest hits in Australia is a song called "Most People I Know Think That I'm Crazy," and they had a big hit uh, with that in England. I took the. I, uh, with Mickey most, I did a deal with him and his rack record label. And I went over there, spent a bit of time, you know, came back to Australia, sort of fell apart, didn't really work that well. So I came back to Australia, but while I was in England, I, I discovered a place called the hard rock cafe and, uh, fell in love with that concept. When I came back to Australia, I opened one in Sydney, in Melbourne. And, uh, so, uh, that, you know, I had that up and running as a really successful club. And, um, the uh, a friend of mine in Sydney uh, happened to be talking talking to him on the phone. A guy called Michael Chugg, a big promoter in Australia, and uh, I asked him if there was anyone in Sydney that was really yeah, sort of worth me looking at bringing down or you know uh, booking some dates. Uh, and he he told me about ACDC. He said there's a young group who are the younger brothers of the Easy Beats uh, guy, you know guys and. Uh, uh, so uh, so anyway, they uh, got in touch touch with their agent and uh, booked booked a date uh, at Hard Rock Cafe, and they came in and it was just uh, you know they had a different singer, but it was before Bon Scott and different rhythm section. But I fell in love. Uh, they they sort started, started. I saw them at sound check actually, and you know kind of looked at them and looked at Angus walking around in a school uniform, and I, and I wasn't even aware that that was his you know uh, staged and uh, wondered what a school schoolboy was doing in my in my club um, at the time and you know just had a quick chat with him and realized he was the guitar player and then um, and and so uh, you know, later on later on that day in the evening uh, they played and that, and they just blew me away I mean not so much the band itself but Malcolm and Angus and uh, it was just yes you know, the yeah, their, their guitar, guitar work, and yeah, Angus's whole um, you know showbiz stick and everything was just uh, unbelievable. So I, uh, they came into my office after to collect their money, and uh, I asked them what they were doing. They said we're going over to Perth um, to uh, play some dates in Perth, which is about three thousand miles across the desert in a small van with all of their equipment and the whole band, everyone. And uh, so they uh, they went over there and uh, arrived at this gig in Perth, uh, covered in red dust, and looked up and discovered that they uh, had been booked to appear uh, at a at a gig uh, supporting a drag queen. And uh, the promoter in Perth, because of the bad you know because of the bad name, assumed that there was some sort of you know um, gay bisexual connotation within the band and, and uh, took them all over there only discovered they were a rock band but, so anyway that was a fairly um, bad uh, decision for them to uh, go over the, the, the guy that was looking after them at the time and uh, so they call, on their way back uh, they called me and said look we, we've run out of money and uh, we can't come back and Play your any more dates for you, so uh, I lent them some money, and you know, and, and they were really appreciative of the fact that you know, so I only met them once, and I, I, I uh, sent through Western Union some funds for them to get the rest, drive the rest of the way back to back to Melbourne. So when they came and played to me again, uh, they uh, they came up and you know really thanked me for that. And we just got talking and they'd noticed some gold records on the wall, you know, for Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs and that type of thing. <clears throat> and realized at that point that I, I was also a manager as well as, as well as a club owner. So we just got talking about management and they asked me if I would be interested. I said, yeah, of course, you know, you know and uh, kind of just went from there.
0: Wow, um, that's uh, that. That's I, ju- I just love that story because you can sense from what you're saying, like this is really the early, early stages of ACDC a young band with obviously very little or no money. And imagine driving 3,000 miles. Somebody would think here if they had to drive 200 miles to a gig, they would have a lot. 3,000 freaking miles. Not a, not a bit of wonder they needed a loan to get back. The, the fuel bill would have been astronomical on its own. But tell me, um, what I'm curious of now is, Michael, we're on, we're on the vibe of it now. Bond Scott. Uh, I mean, for me, you know, the early days of ACDC was grand, but ACDC really only got teeth and kicked ass when Bon Scott joined them. So were you involved in that, in the selection of a singer, or can you tell uh, me about the time when Bon came to the band?
7: Yeah, well, he came uh, shortly after they came and played that gig for me, gig for, second gig for me in Melbourne. Uh and I signed them. They told me that when I, when I was signing them that they were you know, that they were planning on some making some changes. And uh, and of course, uh, the, you know, the with uh, they one of the uh, my my deal when I signed them uh, just uh, as, as a backdrop was was that they they were absolutely on the bones of their ass. I mean, they they were they were dead set broke and. and uh, so I, I actually, uh, with my business partner who ran a lot of other venues in Oldham, uh, we put them on a salary of $60, $60 a week each. We, we bought them a bus to drive around in with their equipment. We paid for their row crew. We put them in a house that we rented for them. Um, and we stabilised their whole, you know, kind of financial thing. Um, so at that point, um we yeah you know, the deal was that uh we could keep all of the money uh, they they came to base themselves in uh, in Melbourne. we were able to keep all, all of the income from all of the gigs um for 6 months but we would have to pay for everything we paid for you know so so our our incentive to really get things cracking for them um was very high because if yeah you know, the quicker we could make it work for them uh, the more money we could make, and and then after that six months, our management deal just went to like a twenty percent commission type normal thing. So, but anyway, uh, so during that very early period, uh, we we managed to change the rhythm section. We got Mark Evans in, we got the Phil Rudd in, and uh, and and then as as uh, Bon Scott, who uh, they knew. Uh, had, they, from a when, when they came back from that uh, Perth trip that I mentioned earlier, they called into Adelaide on the way, and and that's where they met Bond. And uh, uh, Bond, you know, was hired at that point by the local promoter there to drive them everywhere. He was like the guy that was just going to drive them around. So they got to, they got to know him, and uh, he happened to comment on on their singer when he saw them at their gig. He said, "Look, I can." I can see I'm a better singer than that guy, and uh, and so uh, that's how it kind of worked for them. They just met him and arranged to fly up to Sydney uh, uh, to do an audition. They were up, uh, uh, up in Sydney um, shortly after, you know, they uh, they met him, and uh, and uh, that was it. Yeah, you he know, you know walked in and you know sort of. Uh, <laughs> came, uh, had an audition for them as a few funny stories about, you know, that his um, his audition, which, uh, I'm not sure I can mention here, but anyway, uh, it involved certain substances and alcohol, alcoholic beverages that he came in and Ang- Angus was, wasn't even sure he's going to be able to, uh, walk, let alone sing. And, uh, you know, he did a great audition and, 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 you know, kind of went from there. So, uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, Bond you know had been in uh, previous bands. Uh, he was you know like a fair bit older than them, and he'd, he'd been in uh, a band called The Valentines when I first met him, which were like a bubblegum group. You know, they were like you know just total, totally uh, you know sort of you know, you know, sort of pop stars that wore satin, satin clothes, and was <laughs> um, you know really full on. Girl, following sort of bubblegum group, and then he after that he joined a group called Fraternity, uh, which were a more you know, kind of a, almost a sort of a hippie type sort of based sort of group, uh, and um, so when when they told me they were getting Bon I was a little bit surprised because I you know my perception of him was not that of a young rock rock singer uh, per se, but he turned out to be the most perfect. Guy that they could have possibly got. You know, it was just a, an incredible, uh, uh, you know, it was just amazing that, you know, his voice was just suited them. Uh, he was the best lyricist that they could have ever found. Um, song, you know, songwriting was just fantastic. And, uh yeah, so it worked out re- really well. <laughs>
0: Can say is uh, Michael, thanks so much for doing this with us on the show here. You've so enjoyed it. And I mean, as you've just heard there, you know, to hear the story firsthand, it's 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 really incredible because you're listening to, you listen to someone talking about really history unfolding. So again, can't wait to play a part two of this incredible interview next week. Now, also in the interview mix there, you also hear the Beatles, and She Loves You, and The Rolling Stones, and Satisfaction. And then finally, there, we finished with Jimi Hendrix and Hey Joe. As I say, can't wait to play you next next week's part two of this. It's, it's just been such an honour, and thank you so much, Micah. Now, next up, we have Jamie Cale, and this is a track from an album that she released back in 2014 called The Passionate Came. This one's called When Angels Cry.
8: Don't kiss the girl, make her cry. Don't try and cage the butterfly. For something you can't hold Feed the heart
0: to say really enjoyed that and Jamie has some new music in the pipeline which in due course we will be playing the show and I have to tell you a secret folks I've heard some of it and it's really good but we can't play it yet we will play it when everything is ready to roll but just believe you me this is fantastic music so it's well worth the wait now Next up, we have the fans' favourite. And this week, it's Jamie Mitchell from Manchester, UK. Jamie, thank you so much. You've picked three cracking tracks. We have the temperance movement, stereophonics, and canned heat. And just sit back and enjoy this. This is the fans' favourite, as chosen by Jamie Mitchell from Manchester. I certainly enjoyed those three. That was The Temperance, Movement and Only Friend, Stereophonics, Handbags and Rags, and then finishing it off with Canned Heat and the classic Let's Work Together. Jamie, thank you so much. That was a cracking selection. We're delighted to play it here in the show so thank you for that. Now, next up we have Robin McCauley and this is a track from a new album he is out and this one's called standing on the edge Yeah, that was Robert Macaulay and Stand On The Edge and that's the title track of an album that has come out this year and, you know, he's rocked with the very best you know, Michael Schenker amongst others and um, he really, you know he had he had a project called the Macaulay Schenker Group he also worked with uh, Fire Corporation and with Grand Prix, Grand Prix um, and with Michael Schenker's Fest so, uh really rocking at the very highest level it was lovely to play that now here's somebody else that I'm delighted to play on the show this is Trudy Lynn and this woman is just, as they say, she's the voice of the blues in Texas. She's the Texas queen of the blues. This is a track from an album that True Least back in 2018. But I'm reliably informed there's new music in the pipeline, new record deal, and really looking forward to hearing that. But for now, this is a track from our 2018 album called Blues Keep Rockin'. And this one's called Blues Ain't Nothing.
9: Oh, the blues ain't nothing but a woman wanna see her man Blues ain't nothing but a woman wanna see her man Cause she wants some love and only women will understand Oh, the blues ain't nothing but a low-down heart disease your man can't be trusted he's the a married man Blues ain't nothing but a woman loving a married man Can't see him when she want her Got to fetch him when she can Oh, the Blues ain't nothing but a woman feeling bad Oh, the Blues ain't nothing but a woman when she feeling bad Rested in the sand. A feeling that will get you down. Oh, the blues, ain't nothing but a feeling that will get you down. Calling out to your man, he's on the other side of town. Oh, the blues, ain't nothing but a low-down heart disease. Oh, the blues, ain't nothing but a low-down heart disease.
0: What energy what soul this woman has uh, she i only come across you recently and uh, i'm just blown away by her and really looking forward to hearing the new music when it comes out in a few months time and maybe hopefully I might even have a chat with you in the not too distant future but until then that's a track from our 2018 album called blues keep rocking and that was called blues ain't nothing now next up Someone I greatly admire too. He has a brand new album out called "Land of the Sky." I am indeed talking about Catfish Keith, and uh, uh, Catfish Keith has been on a UK and Ireland tour, and uh, he's playing the UK and Ireland, and he's playing a gig in Dublin. That when you've heard this interview already, will have attended and enjoyed. I know that, and. Uh, this is uh, for all the Catfish Keith fans, and indeed for Keith himself. Just keep on doing what you're doing, Keith. This track's called Samson and Delayla.
5: If I had my way. black hair. Yeah. Delilah, she came on Samson's mind. First, you saw the woman. She looked so fine. Delilah, she sat down on Samson's knee. She said, tell me, man, where your strength lies, if you please. She spoke so kind. She talked so fast said sent it to Lila. You can cut off my head, you can shave my head, Clean as my hand. May my strength would be natural. There's any bone to man. If I had my way. Old Samson Told from his birth Was the strongest man That ever had lived on this earth One day While Samson Was a walk in the lawn, Looked on the ground And saw an old job bone Stretched out his arm It broke like
8: thread
5: When he got to moving Ten thousand was dead uh-huh. If If I had my way If I had my way If I had my way I would tear this old building down Samson and the lion got him attack Samson jumped upon the lion's back the lion killed a man with his paws, Samson got his hanging on the lion's jaws, he ripped that beast, killed him dead, and the bees made honey in the lion's head. <gasps>
0: I really enjoyed that. Actually, I would have interviewed uh, Keith on the show back maybe last year, I think. And what a gentleman he was. And what a joy to speak with. And we must do it again, Keith, sometime in the future. Now, next up, we have The Who. And this is a song. I, I love this song. And uh, I hadn't played it in a while. And I said, have got to play it on the show. This is The Who. And join together. Mm-hmm. And what a song. That was The Who and Join Together. And actually, when that was done at the time, it was done as a standalone single because nowadays we're used to artists taking a track of an album and uh, releasing it as a single. But in those days, that didn't happen as often. The Who recorded that song separately and released it as a single. A standalone single. What a track. I say it was something else. Next up, we're here, someone else too that's pretty good. This is Alistair Green, and this is a track from Live from the 805, which came out in 2018. A live album and a cracking one it is. And this track's called The Sweetest Honey. to say you know i've I played alistair on the show a number of times over the last two years plus and uh, i would be a big fan and that's one of my favorite alistair green songs i did play it on the show before a while back but i had to give it another spin next up we have music from the tedeschi trucks band and this is a track from an album released back in 2013 called make up your mind and this one's called again you know the desky trucks band is one of them bands that is just quality from start to finish and their live performances are something else and uh, haven't been lucky enough to see them live i know many people that have and they say just it's one hell of an experience and hopefully i will have that experience sometime in the not too distant future but for now that was the storm taken from the making up your mind album now, next up, another young man that, what can I say about Don Martin, except that he is just, he's growing in leaps and bounds. He, this young man has so much talent and so much potential. Uh, it's scary. And, uh, again, delighted to play him on the show. This is a track from his Spain to Italy album that came out in 2019. And uh, I love this. This is Don Martin, and the rain came.
6: My ball and chain I walk till I bleed But I don't feel a thing And the rain came Pouring down again And the rain came Burning like a flame And the rain came washed it all away And the rain came I walked these streets for 20 odd years And this goddamn insomnia And how the hell did I get here And the rain came Pouring down again Yeah, the rain came I burned like a flame And the rain came washed it all away And the rain Picking up the weight Old freight trains I got no one left to shout it No one left to blame And the rain came Pouring down again And the rain came Burning like a flame And the rain came I marched it all away And the rain Someday I'll find my way back home But When this line comes to an end And I'll have nowhere left to go i have to start all over again I know what I've done I dug my own grave Back now baby Just another day And the rain came Pouring down again And the rain came Burning like a flame And the rain came Washed it all away And the rain came My guitar My ball and chain I walk till I bleed But I can't feel a thing And the rain came Pouring down again And the rain came I burned it like a flame And the rain came I washed it all away And the rain came Red You're yeah, the Red
0: I know Dom's working on some new material as well and then he has a trip out to the US of A in January to represent the UK at the International Blues Challenge. Wish you the best of luck on that, Dom. I'm sure you'll do everyone proud. We're certainly rooting for you. Now next up we have uh, a kind of a guitar competition. Well, I suppose uh, you you couldn't really argue with either of these guys' incredible talent. This is Eric Gales and his friend Joe Bonamassa, and this one's called "I Want My Crown." Take it away, guys.
10: Clowns. I don't know if y'all can hear me real good, but it's time to step in the ring. Me and you, let's get it, Joe. Uh!
0: The new single uh, it's um, a track actually from eric gale's new album forthcoming album called crown and that's called i want my crown and uh, i think joe bonamassa actually has produced the album and he may have co-produced it i'm not sure but he has an involvement in it anyway and um, we <laughs> certainly enjoyed that some tasty guitar work let's put it like this i think both of you guys are kings of the blues rock guitar i don't think there's any doubt about that now next up we have seth lee jones and this is a track from a brand new album called flathead and this one's called i can't be (laughs) satisfied I can't be satisfied taken from the brand new album called flathead now i have to tell you something with this i'm just reading some facts on this that are really mind-blowing first of all it was recorded at the tea garden studios in under wait for this folks in under seven and a half hours straight to tape with no edits no overdubs the tracks crackle with energy i mean that's unreal They recorded an entire album. An entire album in seven and a half hours. All I can say is... Well done, guys. Really, it sounds good. Um, I I still can't get my head around that when sometimes artists take months or perhaps years to finish something. These guys did an album in seven and a half hours. Less than a normal working day. That's incredible. Now, next up, we have music from John Primer and Bob Corritone and uh, this is the title track from an album that released back in 2020 and was the third collaboration too and this one's called The Gypsy Woman Told Me You know the
11: gypsy woman told me your mother bad, look child You know the gypsy woman told me Son, you are your mother bad, look child Son, you have yourself a good time There will be trouble out the wire Well, you know I wish to see a gypsy woman
8: And
11: have my fortune read She said, son, you better get on back home Does the man laying in your bed? You know the gypsy woman told me Son, you are your mother bad looks Have yourself a good time they're gonna be trouble after a while When I peeped through my keyhole, there was a man laying in my bed. You know the gypsies, woman she told me, son, you are your mother are bad She said, son, you having a good time. There will be trouble after while
0: What can you say about that except it's just really blues and it's very finest and purest. Chicago blues, wow. It's uh, something else and delighted to play it here on the show. Now we're staying in the blues vein and I, I, the next band coming up, I love this band. This is the Cold Stairs. Um, This next song, Um, the lyrics, the lyrics are, they, 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 they hit me to the bone. They're, they're just incredible lyrics. Listen to the words. It's, it's a story that, well, it could happen anywhere at any time. Just listen to the lyrics. This is the Cold Stairs in Jackson, Mississippi.
12: Jackson, Mississippi, I was waiting for a train When I thought I heard an old friend speak my name Said, hey, do you remember me? The cigarette in his hand Blood running down his legs, he could barely stand Cops walked behind us as he opened up his coat Must have been Ten thousand dollars in there he had stolen. So I helped him on the train and I set him in a seat. He leaned his head down and died next to me. It's not my money, I know it's it's not my way. But they got this depression going on anyway. Gotta keep my lights on. I gotta feed my kids. Can't really say that I regret it. A few weeks later, I got a knock upon my door. Two men wearing suits that I could never afford they said they're from the treasury they said could we have a word but I got nothing to say no and I know nothing in this world but they want to know how I paid for my new Ford and I noticed two more men running around in my back door so I pulled my field, yeah and they Shot me down. Two days later, I was in the ground. It's not my money, I know it's it's not my way, but they got this depression going on anyway. Gotta keep my lights on. I gotta feed my kids. Can you really say that I regret it? my sons are in Houston and they're driving brand new cars they got a big old ranch out underneath the Texas stars see I knew them cops well they would figure things out matter of time before they came rustling about so I took that money and I bought an insurance plan put a million dollars in my son's hands It's not my money, I know it's it's not my way, but they got this depression going on anyway Gotta keep my lights on, I gotta feed my kids Can you really say that I regret it?
0: My God, when you can write lyrics like that, um, you have a very special talent. And no doubt the Cold Stairs are one very special band. And that's called Jackson, Mississippi, taken from an album they released in 2019 called Wales It's just... Uh, it's one hell of a track, that's all I say. Now, next up, another band that I really like, and uh, these guys temporarily broke up, then reformed again. This is Bishop Gunn, and this is a track from their brand-new album come came out earlier this year called Gypsy Cadillac, and this one's called Keep It In The Red.
2: I'm always
8: ready to burn I'm craving gasoline I've been around a million turn I'm like a 5 tool machine Burning rubber all up and down your streets I'm just another rebel to make your heart beat No stopping on the lights so green I see the lights I'm trying to stay right in between I have burn Wrong, just right. Are you hear what I said. I wanna turn your key. I wanna set you free. But if you wanna ride with me, you got to keep it in the red. Oh, yeah, keep it in
9: the red. Running for the rest of my life, I got to keep it.
8: Keep on moving, baby you up and blowing your mind every night I'm coming up from behind the free driver's plane Riding with my head in the clouds every day And I'll set you free
13: But if you want to
0: Just a great band. And I'm so delighted to see them back together and making some great music and certainly love playing the music on the show here. They're just a fantastic band. That's Bishop Gunn and Keep It In The Red, taken from their brand new album called Gypsy Cadillac. Now, next up, here's another band that i come across in recent times I really like. This is Calexico. And this one's called the Ballad of Cable Hog. really enjoyed that and a big shout out to sylvie weller as well um uh, sylvie actually put me on the track of this incredible band i'm so delighted with that that's taken from an album they release called hot rail back in 2000 so they are around a while but i really enjoyed that and uh, certainly we put on the show again so that was calexico and the ballad of cable Next up we have Sunvolt and uh, this is from an album that came out this year as well new music called Electric Melodier and uh, this one's called Reverie When you
13: fade into a melody Your mind is lost in reverie You can feel the earth and touch the sky
0: I played these guys maybe once before, but when I heard this, I said, God, I have to play these boys again. And they're an American rock band that were formed back in 1994. And, uh, you know, the lineup consists of, of uh, JFR uh, vocals and guitar, Andrew Duplantis bass guitar, John Horton guitar, Mark Patterson drums, and Mark Spencer keyboard and steel guitar. And um, I I really liked that. I enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. And we'll be playing these guys again in the not-too-distant future. Now, next up, well, this goes back to 1969, the first album from Iggy Pop and the Stooges. (laughs) And this one's called No Fun.
2: No fun No fun My babe No fun No fun to hang around Feeling that same old way No fun to hang around Freak out For another day No fun for my babe, no fun. No fun for my babe, no fun. No fun to be alone, walking by myself. No fun to be alone. In love Will nobody else Well, maybe go out Or maybe stay at home Or maybe call mom on the telephone Well, Well, come on 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 Come on For no Be alone it's no fun When I say When I say come on ride I say come on ride I say come on ride I say come on ride, let me, say, come on, ride let, me, let me hear you tell me Yeah.
0: 1969, you could tell there was a rawness there. There was an energy there that really not too many had. And uh, I certainly enjoyed playing that and be a big fan of Iggy. And uh, that just shows you, even way back in 1969, you know, he had it and he had it in abundance. Now we're at the part of the show where we have the producer's pick. And once again, Column has Brought us two Kraken selections. The Forest is Dyken and On Chain. Uh, the night taken from The Beast from the East is a live album. And then Spiritual Beggars, an angel of betrayal. Betrayal, and that's taken from the Ad Astra album. So sit back and enjoy. The producer's pick with Colin Mullen. As always, thank you so much for that. Really enjoyed those two tracks. As always, you never let us down. There's always two gems every time on the show. So thank you so much. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Bit of a frog on the throat. Now, next up, we have someone I really enjoy. This is Rick Derringer. And this is from an album release way, way back in 1973 called All American Boy. This is rock and roll. Hoochie Coo. I am a big fan of Rick Derringer, and that's taken a say from an album back that came out in 1973 called All American Boy, and that was called Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. Now, probably the next artist, there's a direct link between him and Rick Derringer because this is Johnny Winter. And in fact, this this album... Captured Live that came out in 1976. Rick Derringer was with Johnny in the band. So Rick's back again for a second bite of the cherry. This is from the classic Captured Live album. This is Johnny, and aided by Rick, with the classic It's All Over Now. Yeah, um, we're on a kind of a live album being now because uh, that was Johnny rocking it out there with us all over now from the Capture Live album. And now we have Peter Frampton. And this is a track from his multi-million cell Frampton Comes a Live album, which came out in 76 as well by coincidence. And this one's called It's a Plain Shame.
14: It's an oldie but goodie. Scorn, it's a plain shame.
0: You know, when when Frampton Comes Alive came out, it was a double album. And I think, I may be wrong, but I think it could have sold something in the region of 24, 25 million copies. It was a huge success and it put Peter Frampton really right up there on the world map, right across the world. It's a fantastic album to this day. And I said, we're going to have to play a track from that. Now... Here's the Rolling Stones. They're on for the second time on the show uh, because Michael Brown had them on earlier on as one of his choices. Well, I have them on too. And this is another live track. This is from the Love You Live album that came out in 1977. And this one's called If You Can't Rock Me. And a little bit of Get Off My Cloud as well in the mix. Take it away, Mick.
2: If You Can't Rock Me. sorry.
0: Was loved about the Stones is they really come into their own when they hit the stage and play live. They're just one hell of a live band, and uh, you know, the energy they have and, and, and the excitement is just something else, and they still have it to this day. But that's from an album that was released back in 1977 called Love You Live, and that was a kind of a mix of If You Can't Rock Me and a little bit of Get Off My Cloud. Now, next up, we have C. Forbit. And this is a track from an album that came out called A Lave on a Ravel, which came out back in 2011. And this one's called what? I think we may have played Steve on the show before, but I think it was well time to play him again, and I really enjoyed that. Hope you did too. Now next up, well, we're going to crank it up now because we're almost in the final four long. This is the LA Maybe, and this one's called "She's Reckless." <laughs> certainly know how to rock it up and that's from an album called dirty damn tricks which come out earlier this year uh really they have a lot of fire in their bellies don't they absolutely now next up is kicking valencia and this is their version of born to give you some useless information but (laughs) it's it's funny it's not funny actually the guy there was on the receiving end of this but kicking Valencia uh were uh, Valencia were far back in 2013 and according to the guitarist Heber Pampillion the band got their name from a fetish porn star who kicked men in their testicles Ooh. Don't think I like the sound of that. <laughs> anyway, the names are got for all sorts of reasons. So you've heard it forced here and torn it up. That's how Kick and Valencia got their name. Now, next up, here's another band that really knows how to rock. This is The Treatment. And uh, they're saying, let's get dirty. <laughs> enough to see this band once live and they're they're a very powerful rock and band that's for sure and that came out as a single back in 2018 uh, three years ago now and uh, that's that's a rock and tune for sure that's the treatment and let's get dirty now we're down to the last song of the show and uh, before we do that uh, there's a number of people as always I have to thank And of course, I have to go back to the torn Up interview guest, Michael Browning. Michael, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me here on the show and tell the incredible story of your involvement with ACDC. And of course, we talked with other stuff as well, not just specifically ACDC. So again, thanks for all of that and looking forward to catching up with you in the future. That is for sure. And then also, of course, we want to thank Jamie Mitchell from Manchester for picking the fans' favourite selection of songs. Again, three cracking tunes. Thank you so much for that. It goes without saying, of course, to thank Colin Mullen for his producer's pick, as he does week in, week out. And not alone that, but he keeps me on the rails, keeps the show rocking. Colin, thanks for everything that you do. Also, Making a Scene magazine and everyone there, Richard Lahamadu that runs it all, all the work and effort that's put in by the people there to help get this show out in podcast format and reach it out all over the world. The minute to over 32 countries, which is totally amazing. Thank you so much, Richard, for everything. And then, of course, the amazing people here at Radio Home of Rock, everyone here in this stage that their heart just burns with the passion for rock and roll. The best station in the world, no doubt about that. And every time I do this, I get to live my dream all over again. And I thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. And, of course, I thank you, the listeners, you know, because without you, there is no show. I mean, we just... We just can't thank you enough for listening in for sharing the show's details and for just growing this show at a phenomenal rate we're listened to all over the world and it's all because of you and thank you so much for that and of course it also goes without saying all the artists that send us in music the record companies everybody that is in contact with us it's all part of a big chain it's a part of a big big worldwide family and we're here to help each other and it's my honor and pleasure to be a part of that now we're down to the last song and as you know we always like to go out with a bang and uh, this is well it's one of my favorite rock and roll combinations this is Slash and Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators and this is the live version of one of the best and songs ever. This is their version of Ghost, played live, taken from an album called Living the Dream Tour Live. Well, all I can tell you is I am living the dream here every single week. So just remember, be good to each other. Look after each other. And remember, we'll do it all over again next week, same time, same place. And of course, the last thing I'll say to you, if you hear music that touches your heart, what do you do? You know what you've got to do. Tore it up. See you all next week. Slash Miles. Take it away.
10: Let's see those heads. Come on. Come on.
13: All right.